Talk Sports. I'm your host, Mitsu Kleins, back with another episode. Have with me today, Ryan Nunes, as always, Monty J, and Monty. How you guys doing today? Doing well, sir. We're doing well. Good, good, good. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July weekend. Got some good food. Lit fireworks up. Today's episode, we're going to get into Maya Moore. She's been in the news lately, rightfully so. Last week that came out that she was just able to assist Jonathan Irons with being freed from a Missouri penitentiary last Wednesday. Jonathan Irons was arrested at the age of 16, and he was convicted at the age of 18 for assault and burglary. He spent 22 years in prison, and Maya Moore met him in 2006 during worship through ministry. She got connected with the family, and she's been working on this case for about four years now. She actually took off two years of her WNBA career to actually work on this case. How do you guys feel about that? Man, I think it's amazing what she did, the, the sacrifice. I mean, we all like to talk about what LeBron James does on and off the, off the court, but I think she kind of took it to a next level of a way to handle this, and obviously it worked. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. What are your thoughts, Marty? I think she's fucking amazing. I think the fact that she put her career at risk, especially being a woman, where age just counts against, I feel like counts against us even more than guys in uh, sports. I think one of the things that we can maybe talk about later, but it's the fact that I feel like she's not getting the hype that she should have received for her action. Mm-hmm. And it's not just her, it's like, I feel like she's setting the standard as to what athletes can do with their influence. We see a lot of people like post up on their link, like donate here or here are things you can do, but it's all just it almost a very superficial kind of performance to say I helped out. But what Maya did was just, she took action. And I think, I think she's very inspiring for that. Definitely inspiring. Go ahead, Nose. Yeah, so I, I agree. I mean, we, like I mentioned to you before, it's like all these Instagram posts and they don't really do anything. The people that are actually like stepping up and doing something, we should be highlighting that more than we're highlighting a black square on Instagram because that's what actually makes the difference. Definitely, definitely. What are your thoughts, Lamont? Man, I think it's dope. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the good thing that she did. So I just want to use more detail just for the sake of it so she actually took two years off of playing basketball to actually like land her time to it or just like work with like top lawyers or whatever or did she actually like open a law book herself either way is dope i just want to know like how dope she really is yeah no she um yeah she took off two years ago after winning a WNBA title actually um, to work on this case. I'm not too familiar with what she did. I, she was an advocate in the case. I don't think she did any lawyer work in the case from what I read. She was just an advocate. She sat down with the attorneys, came up with a plan. She worked on this and then they figured out a way to appeal, get it in front of a judge in order for that judge to make a decision on the um, make a new verdict in the case. She also helped connect uh, like a high-profile lawyer, a defense lawyer, to represent Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw she helped fund it because I think it was part like publicly funded and yeah. part her. And I just think that bringing attention like for her, I think I don't know if you guys went and checked out her website, 
that she has linked onto her Instagram. But if you go and like, you can find a petition and just that kind of awareness. A lot of these cases, there's just so many that they kind of just get lost in the cracks. And sometimes you need that public incentive and people like actually talking about your case so that like the courts might actually listen to you. It doesn't always work, but it sometimes does help. And I think that in itself is part of the advocacy. And honestly, maybe just even befriending him and continuing and maintaining that relationship. I feel like that's one of the big things for guys and women who get locked up. You just kind of get outcasted and forgotten. And you need that lifeline, you know, to, I, to give you hope to hopefully your case will get overturned or there will be new evidence. And that lifeline to the outside world is keen. I think that's what she was doing. Because from my understanding, I think she befriended him, like, even before she went uh, to play college basketball or right yeah. around those early college days. Mm -hmm. So that's a long relationship to have with him, you know? Yeah. So it says that Moore's family met Irons through prison ministry. She and Irons were introduced in 2007 during a penitentiary visit shortly before her freshman year at the University of Connecticut. So she's known him since 2007. They've been connected since about 13 years now. But yeah, this is a situation where she put all her time, advocated, and funding. Because we know that a lot of people who are convicted or arrested, they don't have the funds to actually get a, get a good defense. So we don't know what his background was when he was 16, 18. We probably couldn't afford an attorney. Probably had a public defender like so many people get. And then that public defender wasn't able to do anything for him even though the case against him was they say was circumstantial at best and didn't have much evidence against him that their whole evidence was based on a fingerprint and that fingerprint was not his but he was still convicted of the crime but that's a good point that you bring up Madi and you do this type of work too right so can you tell us a little about that yeah so right now I'm law student and in between summers, uh, you have to have some kind of legal job. It doesn't matter what, you just have to have one. Uh, and I was lucky enough to find an internship that does this kind of work with guys who are already convicted and they're either going through the appeals process, the appeals process, or after the appeals process, after you use up all your chances, you it's kind of like the last shot of habeas corpus proceedings. And that's a chance where you can maybe, after years, like new evidence has showed up and you can introduce that to the court and have a shot at overturning your conviction. And yeah, it's one of the things that during my training we saw a lot that a lot of the evidence that guys get locked up for almost seems flimsy, but it comes down to the defense they can afford, the resources they have, and usually it's not a lot, so that's why we have so many people incarcerated. So Jonathan Irons probably was in a similar situation to the individuals that you're currently working for. I just had a thought, so I figured I should. This is the one thing, right? There's a lot of cases like this. Fortunately for uh, Irons, that's his name, right, Irons? Yes, Jonathan mm -hmm. Irons. Fortunately for him, you know, it was just by the grace of God or chance of the universe that he cross paths with Maya Moore or else his story would have never been told. Maya Moore would have never had the opportunity to help his story get told and or her. It's just something else I throw out there. Obviously, this affects particular community. Obviously, professional sports, when we're talking about the two major sports, is made up of a particular community. I just Something that Maya Moore did was dope. Um, 
I think athletes have the heart for it. I just don't think they understand the logistics behind it. Not that I do. But just like if every athlete just put aside a little bit of their salary, it ain't got to be nothing crazy. Just to create a fund for people that are in those situations, they have access to at least financial resources to be able to uh, get a good defense attorney. You know, yeah. obviously, these people can't just stop playing basketball, football, baseball, whatever, and just attend to everything. They might not even know about it. But I'm willing to bet that a lot of them care about it and within their heart. It's just they don't know. So maybe just throw something out there. Maybe the right people are here and just create like a fund for that people who find themselves in this type of boat, they could pull from this fund and this fund would be funded by the athletes, by NBA players, WNBA players, whoever has the will of the kindness in their hearts to donate to this fund. I think that's something that can help widespread rather than it just be one particular individual. Obviously, we want to highlight that and celebrate that. But to me, like, we still got a lot more wins before we could even feel like winning. So, Yeah, now that brings us to that topic, right? What do you guys think players, athletes, teams could do more of when it comes to addressing these type of issues that these um, individuals face, these wrongful convictions, social injustices, because they have the funds. The teams are making millions, billions of dollars. The team, the community is coming out to support these teams, but the teams aren't giving back to the community in the way that they need. We know they're doing something, but they could do more, like you said. So you guys have any ideas? Yeah, I mean, like Monty said, with like a pooling of money makes a difference. But like, why not the teams? I mean, I know these teams have community outreach like positions and like they do things like that put into the community to help the communities. But why not do something more specific to the black community that are that are being brought up in like all these situations? Right. Like, why don't is there a position specifically for that on these teams where they can decide how to allocate and the actions to take? Definitely. Any thoughts, Marty? I'm thinking just like we think about it, like if you step back and what LeBron did in opening up the school in Ohio, like I feel like that already gets at the beginning of a lot of problems, like education and the right resources for kids in low-income communities. Like that's that's the beginning stuff. Like like all advocacy doesn't have to be for people who are incarcerated, whether they be wrongfully or rightfully incarcerated, air quote on rightfully. But it's just, I think, giving back to your community and not, I guess, in that goes back to not being that performative way where we see the NBA cares, you know, where they have one day where they show up for pictures and then they bounce. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking like real change that is going to be felt within the community for a long time. I think the funding, I think putting a pocket full of money on the side for these kinds of issues that like the players maybe choose to donate to. Yeah. Or maybe it comes down to individual players who want to take action and are reaching out into their community and funding these kind of events. That definitely makes sense because the athletes are making a lot of money. They could definitely start some type of funds where they start a, maybe a law firm where they could put money into a pot and you know get top attorneys or upcoming attorneys who you know defend some of these cases and they could do a lot more. What are your thoughts, Lamont? Public pretenders and and things like that. There's 
there's um, not even only finances. I mean, just creating a platform to where the public is more aware of these things. Because once the public becomes aware of it, <laughs> the public usually got a good opportunity or a good chance to make the powers that be see what the hell is going on. But the public might not might not even know. So with all the work that Maya Moore did, the reality of it, like as much as people was behind her and that's a dope thing, the reality of it is people just didn't know what she had going on mm-hmm. until, you know, it was overturned and we got the news. But we don't know what was going on through the process. We didn't even know she had that in mind. We didn't even know maybe that was something she wanted to keep private to herself so that it was done. I don't know. I think more people would have got behind it and it would have got a lot more spotlight, a lot more notice had she actually you know kind of put it out there what she was doing and it would have had some type of public push to it some like type of public conversation to it but maybe she wanted to do it in privacy i don't know but yeah yeah but i think when she announced it she did announce it publicly that's why she was stepping back taking a step back from WNBA. she probably didn't um, give all the details into it but I think she did make that announcement uh, publicly uh, address the team and the team addressed their had a press conference about it. I just really want to know why did she take a step back from the WNBA? I mean, that's dope. But like, could she not have still accomplished what she was trying to accomplish without taking a step back? Or was it just to, to prove a point? Was it just to I just want to know why did she feel the need to do what she did and also take a step back from her career rather than just do what she did and still continue to play for the past two seasons? Don't you think it kind of makes the message a little stronger that she's demonstrating in a certain it's like a like a sign of protest kind of right? That's how I looked at it at least. Yeah. yeah. I, just, uh, I can't answer for her. I, I. I'm curious too because I read somewhere where I believe once Irons was out, she was going to live with her godparents, mm-hmm. and there's something in the news about how one of her godparents is. The person who found the evidence, like there was this key evidence about a fingerprint that hadn't been uh, given to the uh, defense team, and her godparent was one of the key persons to discover this evidence. So it makes me think that she was pretty hands-on throughout this process. I just don't know what it was that she was doing, but if her godparent was one of the investigators, it just sounds like that's a lot of time. So, this is the real question. If she comes back next year and win a ring, is she on her Michael Jordan shit? (laughs) (laughs) She already has four WWE championships. I mean, she took two seasons off. God bless her. Come back with another championship. It's like to say she liked the fucking. You know, hey, you know, my more accolades is second to none when it comes to any player across any sporting platform. She has, you know, NCAA championships. I think she has three of those. She has four WNBA championships. She has MVPs, finals MVPs. So her accolades is definitely second to none. She already has a career. She only played about seven, eight seasons, and she already has like a career that's, you know, could be finished, Hall of Fame type career already. She yeah, so she's doing everything. She's just an amazing person, right? You go from balling in um, college basketball to balling WNBA. Now she did this for Jonathan Iron. She's just an amazing person. We wanted to give her her flowers while she's here. Um, Marty made an interesting comment saying that not many people are not she's not getting a lot of promotion or it's not getting talked about like it should. So we want to do this episode and make sure that we congratulate her for all the work that she's doing and that she's going to continue to do. But my next question is, do you think people like Maya Moore and other athletes do this type of advocacy work? It doesn't get talked about a lot because I feel like 
she does it, other athletes does it, it just get, doesn't get talked about. You think teams and organizations and the media could do a better job at promoting what these athletes are doing out in their community? I mean, for sure. The NBA has taken steps to try to do that, obviously, now with the Black Lives Matter stuff and in Orlando. They've always allowed a voice for their players and back them on that. And I think they do a good job, but I guess they could take a step further and like run ads about it or promote it more on the news and things of that nature. But when you look at other leagues, we could talk about the NFL again if we'd like or anything like that. Like <laughs> It kind of shuts them up and doesn't allow them to do that voice. So they definitely need to make some changes on that end. Yeah. Well, I just think that they're like in a lose-lose boat here because if they don't promote it, it's like, well, you guys aren't doing this. And then if they do promote it, then it could be easily seen as, oh, this is propaganda promoting this. Easily be seen as like, oh, this is just marketing or it's just them trying to pander or appeal, blah, blah, blah. I really think they in a lose-lose boat when it comes to that because they do a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of players that do. They can backpack drives, food giveaways, turkey dinners, mm-hmm. all types of holiday stuff, Mother's Day things. I think it gets highlighted on personal platforms, widespread recognition. Probably not. But like I say, even if they did market it and promote it, you know, I still think you'll have a bunch of people to be unhappy to be like, why are they marketing and promoting? You're going to do something nice. You don't need to have a camera to it, blah, blah. You know, the whole side of the road. And it's just like, at the end of the day, these people are going to be in a lose-lose boat because they're athletes. And having personal close relationships with a lot of athletes, even somebody on a professional level, I could tell you that not that they're not like, Caring is just, they're not aware of a lot of things. They live in a very easily isolated world where it's sports, workouts, home life, sports, workouts, home life, and it's easy for them to get so caught in that bubble that they just don't be as aware of the social things. And to highlight it, it could easily be seen as like, oh, you're just trying to come across this whole yeah, some athletes probably don't want that type of attention. I know some athletes are very private. Yes, I think they just got to do what they're going to do and to a certain degree say, fuck the public, fuck the public got to say. Because if you're doing it and if it's genuine from the heart, listen, that's something between you, yourself, and you. Like, that's something that you deal with. Like, it can be genuine, it cannot be genuine. Either way it goes, they're going to be judged. And I just, they're still humans at the end of the day. And at times, I think we don't factor in the fact that they're still humans. They still operate on heart and brain, emotion, logic. They're just humans. They just perfected a skill that most of us can't perfect. But at the end of the day, they're still flawed to human ways of thinking, human ways of error and emotion. And we don't factor that in. And I think a lot of times we start to attack them. And a lot of them do feel attacked in a way to where it'd be like, man, fuck it. Like, I don't want to help y'all with shit because every time I do something, it's always seen as this. It's always seen as that. Now, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But what is right is they're human, and they're entitled to their human emotion. No matter what the situation is, they're entitled to how they feel. So I just think they got to just do whatever they think is best, do it from the heartbeat, and want about it, because the public, these type of platforms that we're doing now, people are going to always have something to say about it. But to, like, market it and promote it, or for the leagues to market it and promote it, it could easily be seen as, like, oh, they're just trying to pander, they're just trying to appeal, and in that sense, people really take that ideology and they can end up fucking themselves over by doing the right thing. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes doing the right thing isn't doing the right thing, so. That's definitely not. I think that was a 
pretty great information that you provided right there. That's good. Very, very good insight. Um, another question that I have is Maya Moore being a female athlete. I'm going to address this, bring this to you, Madi. Do you think her being a female athlete, this didn't get the recognition that it should have because she's a female? You think if it was, if it was a male, you think it would have been getting more highlighted and more in the media? feel about that Lamont Nunes you guys agree with that I think it's but mostly it's because it doesn't have the following or like the pockets I guess to back up what the male sports have which is is a topic for another day and it's a problem for another time but I don't know if it's like the right thing or the wrong thing but she definitely didn't get the what she deserves and I don't know if it's her fault or if it's just the leagues and our media's fault for not promoting it the way that it needs to Mm mm-hmm or maybe Maya Moore wanted it that way. Maybe she didn't want the publicity. Maybe she wanted to just kind of be low-key with it until it was all worked out. I don't know. There's a million different ways that you can look at it. I think if something like this would have been done by most athletes, I think it probably wouldn't have been. Other than, like, LeBron James, like, I don't think, I think it would have probably got the same amount of coverage. And, and that's sad to, like, say. But it's like, at the end of the day, no matter how big Maya Moore is within the world of basketball, I don't believe she's broken that mold to be socially accepted and respected and known across all lines like that as of yet. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Someone like LeBron James, you don't have to watch basketball to know who LeBron James is, right? You don't even have to even <laughs> ever even touch a basketball to hear Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. There are certain people, names who become bigger than the sport. Maya Moore is, you know, big within the sport, but I don't think she's broken the mold to be a global thing where people are paying attention to what she does outside of 
her profession. And I just think that has a whole lot to do with it. Not to say, say that it's because she's a female, because I don't think that's the case. I just think she hasn't broken that. Like if LeBron did it, for sure it would have been out. But if you know D'Angelo Russell do it, probably not. People know who he is, but people within the world of basketball. But the average person walking down the street who don't watch basketball know who LeBron James is. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So it would have got a little bit more traction. But either way it goes, I don't think we should look at it and see how much marketing these type of things get. It's just the result. Because um, Kim Kardashian got like two people out of jail now, right? It might be more. I don't know. And to be honest with you, it didn't get that much coverage until it was done or until like it was over with. And then it became a thing. But it was like, only because she's Kim Kardashian, you wouldn't have expected that out of her. But for someone to be that big, as big as Kim Kardashian is, Kanye's, you know, another <laughs> man, so, to me, that wasn't as big as it could have been. She helped freed uh, Centoya Brown, I think her, her name was, and things like this. Like, I don't think that was as big as that could have been. And that's Kim Kardashian. But the same thing with, like, Kim K. Like, yeah, she's big within pop culture. But let's not get it wrong, Kim K. Like, you're just big within pop culture. Even her, I don't think she's broken that worldwide mode. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think... I mean, it's different. Like, we talk global icons, Mike Jackson, Muhammad Ali. These are people who are become bigger than what they do. Everybody knows Snoop Dogg. These people become bigger than just that. So their platform stretches different boundaries that if you just big in your particular field like Michael Phelps yeah he's the shit in swimming but let's be honest like no one's like want to swim like Mike you know what I mean like <laughs> y'all want to play like Mike but we don't want to swim like Mike he hasn't broken that and that sounds crazy because we're talking about an Olympic athlete but marketing and all that is different like I don't know like the average person isn't walking down the street talking about Maya Moore one no matter how phenomenal how many championships she has it's just not a conversation. That's what I think it is. Definitely agree. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Any responses to that? No response to that, Madi? Interesting. <laughs> uh, maybe. I think you have a solid point. I just think that with Kim, my fellow law student, uh, <laughs> I thought she got enough attention. Like a lot of people that I would have not expected to be talking about wrongful convictions and. Uh, the criminal justice system we're talking about it so I do think but I agree Kim's platform is huge which let me know if you guys want to talk about Kanye running for president or not uh, <laughs> not on this episode not on this episode as long as we get Yeezys with every stimulus I'm voting baby <laughs> I think Noonie sent me that last night I was like oh that's that's not a podcast we want to do right now <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the sidebar. Listen, Kanye, you gotta relax. We're not voting for president. Like, let's just be honest, Kanye. Listen, I love you. You got great albums. You gave me a wonderful childhood. But when it comes to policies, you don't understand this shit. When it comes to producing, God. When it comes to policies, listen. Okay. Yeah, unless you hiring me to like oversee your policies and campaigns, you might as well can to keep doing the clothing. Okay, that's our Kanye for president segment right there. We're going to hold off there. But I was just saying, like, I remember there was a team in the WNBA who did take a stance back in, I think, 2014 with I Can't Breathe, I think. Mm -hmm. 
I think this was even before the like some of the male athletes did anything. It was like a tiny headline. Yeah. So I just think it, it just it comes back. I personally think it does come back to gender. That there's just a handful of female athletes that like people really recognize, and I that sucks. I think it needs to change because once other male athletes did something, people started paying attention, and that was constantly talked about. Look at Kaepernick. Who else has done stuff? Uh, Malcolm, I know Malcolm Jenkins has been doing a lot of stuff. Who? Malcolm Jenkins, the safety in the NFL. This is the thing about female athletics is, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I'm just trying to call this thing fair and balanced. There's not as many opportunities to see the female athlete as it is to see the male athlete. Thus, the outcome is expected prediction should be there would not be as much hype marketing and things like that centering the female athlete not that the appreciation of things isn't there it's just when we talk about sports right the main sports here in america is basketball football baseball it's just what it is out of that females not playing football that's one side of the people who only pay attention to football they'll never even consume WNBA because they don't even consume the nba you get me not that they don't support women they don't even watch the NBA to even care about the WNBA. That's not their thing. And that's also be with baseball. There's softball. As far as my knowledge, there's no professional level softball for females. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure I'm wrong. If I am wrong, right? Like, I just hope I'm wrong. There is There's probably um, professional recreational softball. I know there's Olympic softball. But there I should be something. There's too many yeah. talented like, yeah. female so I know there's Olympic softball for sure. So I don't know how somebody. It only makes sense. And it makes some good money, I'm sure. So there's just not as many opportunities to see the female athlete. They don't play football. There isn't no widespread sport in comparison to baseball, which would be softball. The only sport that they really have on a mainstream level like that, that they participate in that even gets recognition as a sport is basketball and I think you know the the brand of female basketball is growing and I think it will continue to grow but that's largely because the global sport the global brand of basketball is growing so obviously the percentage of the individuals who play that is also going to grow as well so I don't think it's necessarily like it's a slight against women. I just think that there's not as many opportunity for women to play and get exposure on a professional level like that. Like I said, we I could just, do football. I just want to say something. So, I just have to say something. Um, I agree with everything you're saying, but I just want to add, it's not that women don't want to, because I'm sure, and I, this is me speaking as someone who does zero athletic things, uh, but I'm sure there's a bunch of women who want to play football. There's a bunch of women who want to play baseball and not softball, you know? I just, I think it goes back to, and I think it is a slight that there isn't attention because we don't have a platform. So I get what you're saying. I just want to point that out that there are women who But do, do we want really to want to see a woman catching a slant across the middle with Khalil Mack sitting there? I'm not sure if I want to see that. <laughs> I'm just okay, that's a whole that's I'm just saying, like, there are women who want to play this sport. Uh, let me ask you this, though. Okay, let me ask you this, because obviously there's women who want to play this sport because when I was in high school, there was actually a chick who tried out for the football team and made it. She actually made it. It's just her parents wouldn't let her play. But she actually made the team. 
So that's proof to like girls to show that like the world been progressive. It's just you know her parents was the one that came in and was like, nah, that's not happening. Um, now, would you want to see just a creation of female leads, or would you want to see you know all things equal, women be into the same leagues as men, or do you just want to see like a woman's pro football league? I think personally, I would want to see a pro football team. (laughs) (laughs) I'd want to see a woman's only league, you know. Uh, I don't know about co-ed. I honestly can't even envision. Like, I'm thinking to me when I think co-ed, I'm thinking like the, my college. uh, Your murals. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) In a murals in college. (laughs) Do you think there's a there's enough females that want to play the, the sport to be able to have a thriving league that actually makes money. Because at the end of the day, this is America. And one thing I know about America, we're not opposed to anything as long as the shit can be profit. <laughs> right. If it ain't going to be profitable, we're going to scratch it out. It has nothing to do with sex, age, gender, sexuality, class, religion, none of this. It's just not making no fucking money. So if it's something profitable, I think we're going to see it soon. But when they look at the money... If it's not going to be profitable, just given just the history of this country, they're not going to be, be interested in doing it. Like, do you think there's enough women that actually want to participate in it to where it creates something? Because there's a lot of women that want to play, you know, um, basketball and softball. Listen, I don't even want, like, boys playing fucking football up into a certain age. So I damn sure I don't even want females playing. Like, and and that's like not like a thing, but I'm gonna just say this right here, right now. Let me get it off my chest. <laughs> okay, well, get it off your chest. I can't believe. <laughs> Since we're here, listen, Since ladies, we're here. ladies, listen to me, listen to me well, okay? No, it's why you scratching your head. I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting. I am too. <laughs> ladies, listen to me, listen to me well. Every human that we've ever seen or known has been created and carried by women. You guys are a lot more precious than males. I'm sorry to break the news to even men. Women are a bit, you know, I mean, it's just a bit more special, I believe. And I think women do a disservice to themselves and devalue themselves by trying to compete with men so much. Um, Not to say that they can't, it's just like I think females should look at themselves like, um, what's the point of me competing with you and I'm a little bit better? Oh, I do think that. I do think that. That's 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 right. And like, I'm no like strong right because I do fight for male rights. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But but it's at the end of the day, the woman, you know, is very special. Um, And like I say, I just think you know, women can and have been devaluing themselves by trying to keep up. Man and go, well, man can do it, I can do it. Yeah, you're right. That don't mean that we should be doing it. We should just, you know, appreciate their place in um, this natural order that we have of life and just really get comfortable in it. Because at the end of the day, we do have roles in life. We have roles in everything. Your, your keyboard is separate from your screen and each plays a role within a computer. So what I'm telling you is we all got to play a role. Right, like every car in your part has a role, but let one of them roles stop functioning, the whole car fuck around and be off. And I don't want to get on one of my long rants, but this is why the world is off because the women have been. Let me relax. You, you know what? I don't want to offend. I'm not going to offend the women. I'm going to offend a whole other group. Which I'm not trying to offend, but it's like 
we've forgotten our roles in life. And that's just the reality of it. Uh, women have forgotten their roles. Men have forgotten their roles. And we're forgetting that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, uh, man is not better than woman. Woman is not better than man. They're not created to be equal. They're created to for, for balance. And so it's not to say one is better than the other. One is not better than the other. But we possess things that are universally opposite and different. And when we step into those differences and understand that, we become more powerful in helping the other sex. But as long as women want to be men and men want to be women, we're never going to get there. So God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, a great I would, insight. I would love to hear what Ryan has to say. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has nothing to say. We're not staying away from that topic. <laughs> we're not gonna touch on that we're not gonna touch on that at all i love the conversation i love where it went i love that we're giving maya more her flowers while we're here we really appreciate what she's done i'm pretty sure jonathan irons appreciate it as well thank you guys for joining me today it's been a great great topic any last words that you guys want to want to speak on no i just uh want maya more to know that like people watch what she did and it's uh it's appreciated Definitely appreciate it. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I think Maya Moore should start a challenge. That's my last word. Huh? That's a... The Maya Moore challenge, huh? <laughs> overturn wrongful conviction challenge, huh? Mm. And let's see which athlete can overturn most uh, wrongful convictions in five years. That's like making a thing. Hey, know? listen to this episode and so that challenge could get out there. We're going to put this up immediately. But um, no, we'd rather go fucking dump buckets of water on each other and fucking sip cinnamon and all this other goofy shit. America, you guys are backwards. You guys need to pay me money for my fucking voice from here on out. God bless. Thank you guys for joining me. Once again, Couch Talk Sports is on Spotify and Apple Music. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys very much.